Hi, welcome to Tabletop Transmissions. This is a podcast about being queer and playing tabletop role-playing games. I'm one of your hosts, Liz, and joining me as always are my co-hosts. Hi, it's Cassie. And it's Fran. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest, someone I'm quite... Okay, well, okay. And others. And you're right, that was, that was, yeah, that was insensitive. Uh, I should say folk. <laughs> or or mm-hmm. gang. Yeah, gentle folk works. Can we, if we're going to get into a rumble. <laughs> um, I've got guy. I've got, um, um, I've got, uh, not guys and dolls. <laughs> uh, West Side Story? West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. That stuck in my head. Anyway, <laughs> uh, folk uh, and gang members alike. Joining me tonight is our special guest, uh, my girlfriend, Jess. Say hello. Yay! Yay. One out there in podcast land. (laughs) Uh, And remember, podcast land, if you can hear the sound of our voice, uh, we are your rulers. It's Simba rules. (laughs) I see. Uh, so, uh, So, tonight, folks, what we are talking about, so we are going to kind of talk about our role-playing histories. And we're going to answer any questions uh, Jess has or any advice we can give to her as a new role player. Because I roped her into playing games almost immediately. (laughs) It's okay. I did the same thing with Rebecca. Uh Yep. I didn't even really need to do that with Sarah, which is scary. Well, yeah. I mean, she was already playing. Uh Hey, uh, speaking of Sarah, I have a question for you, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's with the tiny skulls? <laughs> so, my wife, uh, well, she loves many things, but two of her weirdest, dearest loves are teeny tiny things and skulls and gothy stuff. And uh, I found on Amazon that Games Workshop had a package of 340 little uh, random skulls. Um, uh, some human, bunch of orcs, bunch of gene stealers, and things like that. And uh, I bought it for her. And then, of course, she expected me to paint them. Um, so the ones that you see on the little table with the little guy, those were the easy ones because they were relatively large. Now I'm going through the other 316 of them, <clears throat> which are all, like, <laughs> absolutely super teeny tiny. Um like when you get an airbrush and just look, oh uh, boy. No, 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 no. When you, when you, I have, because believe it or not, I've thought of it. And wait a minute, my story gets better. Okay. So yeah, um, using an airbrush to paint teeny tiny little skulls is a really, really great way to uh, have to go hunting for teeny tiny little skulls all over the rug of the room in which you are airbrushing. True, but. Which is a could... fact I discovered. You could just mount them on pikes. Um, if I was okay. going to drill holes in each of these little, each of these 200 and, no, 300 and however many little skulls. <laughs> yeah. I think what makes it better for me is that they're from Games Workshop. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it just amuses me greatly. Yeah. Well, they, what they were meant to be was um, mounted on uh, bases and stuff. So they were not meant to be you know, 
trimmed off and lovely, lovingly individually filed down. Dear God, my fucking hands. Oh. And then individually painted. They were meant to be, you know, trimmed off and then glued in a pile for your space marine to stand triumphantly on top of. And then you paint them as a, as a glob. Which, you know, that would be fairly easy. What I'm doing uh, is uh, kind of dumb. Well, it's an off-brand use of the skulls. <laughs> Just like spironolactone. Let's bring it on back. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, that answers that question. But my other question, then. How have you all been? Uh, I've been alright. I've been alright. Nothing spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah and I are getting ready for uh, Geek Girl Con, which is next weekend, and we're going to be shilling our book and uh, and uh, running games there. So um, definitely come look for us if you're if you're the fan of the podcast. I've always <laughs> wanted to go to Geek Girl Con. I'm I'm a little jealous. Mm. Yeah, oh, you thanks. should be. Everybody should have access to a Geek Girl Con. I right? I think it should be a nationwide no. phenomenon. I think Fran's been to most of them. Um, yeah, after, after a point, um, I kept missing out and I had friends who were like, you've got to go to this. It's so awesome. And it's so great. And I kept going, yeah, yeah, I should fit it into the, you know, the giant crowded schedule. And I went and it was like jumping into a really perfect temperature hot tub of like, wow, this, yeah, this, that I could live here. This is just a good place, you know, lots and lots of teeny little geeky girls running around in costumes being excited about things and everybody being excited that there were teeny little geeky girls being excited about things it's just a it's a wonderful feeling for balanced i will say that rebecca has been one year and did not enjoy herself but i'm sure Mm -hmm. what the whole story was behind that i have yet to actually make it if i remember right she just kind of showed up and was like none of my fandoms are here so okay, basically, bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah we've but, you know, that was also a few years ago <laughs> liz you there yeah i'm here sorry okay. i was gonna say so we've actually so we're coming to you live from the mobile recording studio that's right because mm-hmm. uh, we are in the middle of shenandoah uh, state park oh god <laughs> i love shenandoah state park I haven't been there in 30 years, but it's just such a nice, beautiful place. Yeah, since it's a three-day weekend, we uh, we brought the uh, the trailer down, and Maya's with us. She is curled into her, uh, I guess, nest at this point. <laughs> uh, there was a throw that we got for us, but it has since... Because mainly it's my fault. It's become my ass because she looked cold the first night, so I, I tucked her in. Uh, that's so really that, sweet. That that's my bad. That one's on me. But uh, no, it's been fun. So we went to. I was telling. Uh, I was telling y'all before we started. We went to Skyline Caverns today, uh, and we saw. Oh, I've already forgotten the name of the crystal, sweetie. You want to help me out? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back quartz, to that. Quartz, fluorite, uh, sodium. No, it was a crystal that only appears in two places. Uh, oh wow! Here in here in Skyline Caverns in Virginia, huh. anthrodite. 
Ah, okay. And it's it only appears here in Virginia and a place in France because these are the only two places conditions have been right that they have found them. Yes. Fran's father was a geologist. Yeah. Oh. So. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So, so, but by by osmosis, she knows about some of these things. Right. Well, either way, not, it by, was, uh, not by osmosis, by very long and at the time boring car rides. Ah. Uh. <laughs> well, it was it was my first time in a cave. Uh, so now that I've been in one. I have a new respect for adventurers stumbling into dark mm. caves. Uh, oh, yeah. Trying to hunt monsters, because... Yikes. Yeah, it, I, I I used to love to go to go into caves, like like the Skyline Caves, but I haven't been so much as into uh, caves that aren't, you know, with walkways and lit and things like that before. Oh, yeah. No, no. Gosh, no. I would... I would not, uh, I would not do well there. No. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, what we are talking to at the top of the show, what we're talking about tonight is kind of going over our role playing histories and uh, seeing if we can lend any insight from stuff we've learned to new players, uh, and specifically answering any questions Jess might have. Because no readers are sending us, uh, no listeners, rather, are sending us questions. Hint, hint, lazy hint, bastards. Hint. <laughs> Come on, people, get your shit together. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> I, I, like, I like new aggressive fan, Fran. Uh, <laughs> she's doing it for me. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I would, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would maybe draw the line at calling our listeners lazy bastards. <laughs> uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, listen, uh, fear. No, they're, um, I don't know. I'll think of something clever later. They're highly intelligent, very selective, wonderfully fantastic, lazy bastards. How's that? <laughs> that works. Okay. So anyway, I want I want to start um I want to start with Jess here. So Jess, yes. What uh you want to first of all, what you, so first of all, what uh what all games have I drug you to play? <laughs> we played Star Trek. Yeah, we played Star Trek. V and the Fifth Edition. Yep. Uh, Delta Green. Delta Green. Awesome. The one we played last weekend. Oh, uh, Knights Black Agents. Yeah. Okay. Out of all of those, which was your favorite? So, which is your favorite so far? I really like the Star Trek games. Mm-hmm. Those are always really fun. It may also be due to the, the people that we were playing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that setting just worked for me. Mm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> My first reaction was, oh. Are you saying you don't like my D&D game? <laughs> yes. Fragile egos, we trans women. <laughs> trans women? This is just uh, game mistress stuff. <laughs> no, just of the ones that you run. I'm teasing, sweetie. Those, I thought those were, you know, just a little above it. But, you know, not counting the ones where 
I got myself killed. Uh, oh, oh yes, yes. We, we heard about that yes <laughs> twice yeah <laughs> so but adventure adventure that is true um, yes so I don't know about you all but that actually is a good point um so I remember when we when I first started role playing, like being very overprotective of characters. Mm. Uh, did I did either of you ever have that issue? Well, sure. I mean, you know, I got well. Okay, this my my role playing history is a little weird and not like a lot of people's because um, uh, I mentioned before that I started with. Um, Getting the basic D&D box set and then having one friend and completely ignoring the rules. And basically, mm-hmm. he he ran me through what he called make it up as you go along dungeons, which was yep. just storytelling where he would give me, you know, we would go in stories. He would give me choices. I would make the choice. There was no dice rolling. It was di- it was it was a forerunner of diceless games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I went through middle school because I moved. And high school, where the closest I came to role playing was really um, drama, being in drama class, um, you know, doing a lot of role playing, as it were. Um, and I didn't really do a lot of formal role playing again until I got to college, where um, I happened to be lucky to be uh, <laughs> on the same floor of a dorm with a dude named Vincent Baker. Um, who we made, we became instant friends and he's like, I want to run a cyberpunk game. And I was like, I know what cyberpunk is. <laughs> I, 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 I have met a few cyberpunk authors. I haven't been impressed with them, but I mean, I know what the genre is. And so he ran the cyberpunk game, which was in fucking incredible. Um, and then another friend of mine who was in the cyberpunk game ran a D and D game and things went from there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you feel protective of someone. I still feel protective of some of my characters. Um, I still feel terribly, terribly upset sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes when my characters die. If mm-hmm. they do. Um, I know that in um, Fran, in Sarah's games, in Fran's wife's games, she works hard to have the characters not die unless it makes sense. Um, but I, again, in the first edition game I have, it's all uh, that I play, it's all down to the dice rolls. So I've had a character die twice and come back. No, Mm. sorry. Just just the once we were, um, we were examining something. It was a little figurine of a lion and my character went and, um, it up and, uh, and it, it turned into a lion and our friend, my friend Matt starts rolling dice, and I'm like, ooh. And I made a Futurama joke. I said, ooh, to shreds, you say. Oh, and, no. And Matt said, well, actually. Ooh, to yeah. shreds, you say. Yeah. <laughs> Sad that you should mention. <laughs> but so, mm-hmm. so I mean, uh, the character, she came back. Um, I, I wound up playing another character for a while, then she came back, and... Uh, uh, thanks to the intercession of a godlike wizard, um, because we completed a task for him. But I was a, I was very upset. 
extremely upset. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think I still feel protective in that way of some of my characters. There are some I don't care about, but most of them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say I largely feel the same way. I've tried playing the sort of, you know, disposable character games, and every once in a while it's fun. But um, yeah, I, I, well, as I've commented before, I have a tendency to come up with really weird ideas for my characters, and basically it's like, okay, so this character is really massively overpowered. But here's a giant set of hooks that you, the DM, can use to completely run my life. Um, and so, uh, so, so, so you talk, Fran. You should talk about your role playing history too. At oh, least, yeah, that's early true. Stuff, early, that's true. Um, I started playing in, I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade as an after school thing. Um, a game being run by a couple of high school students at our grade school. And um, uh, so can, I, can I ask you a, qu- a question about sure. that? Mm-hmm. What what year was this? Oh, God. Uh, you're going to make me do math. Sorry. It was, um, about, it was about the same time I, I was into it. It was, what, around 1982, 83? Something like that, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe 81? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to do serious heavy math to so, even... But early 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. I, I, I'm i trying to think of the right way to say this. Okay, again, listeners, playing at home, take a drink. Um, what the but, fuck was he with you people back then? Well, I, I, I guess, yeah. Like, Did you run into any of the moral panic? I did not, but... I also did not come from anything like Christian culture. Um, it's important to note that um, um, the the satanic panic didn't touch me because I, I I'm I'm Jewish. I didn't have any of that <laughs> issue. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I I heard about it more than anything else, but mm-hmm. no, my my. Uh, my dad was a uh, a geologist, and we were a very scientifically minded uh, kind of family. And I I think he he thought it was, you know, dumb and nerdy. But that was really about the worst that I heard. I will say that I do remember watching Mazes and Monsters when it was <laughs> on very vividly. With little I, I have that on I have that on Blu-ray. Oh my god, I haven't seen it since that since it whenever it was on that would be hilarious to watch again <laughs> it's it's one of those movies that let me let me say gin helps <laughs> mm-hmm. um, large quantities of bad gin uh, I believe that but anyway so 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 okay fourth, so yeah. fourth grade so you're you're mm-hmm. you're in elementary school yep yeah, and this is what I basically did instead of, you know, chess club or or something along those lines. Um, and uh, it was kind of classic dumb D&D. You know, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out ways to violate the rules. And these high school kids were like, no, when I roll the dice, things happen and you have to sort of follow the rules. And we would sit there and kind of whine and fetch about it. And afterwards, <laughs> I remember going taking my character um, and 
giving him like all the magic items that you could possibly have and he had this castle that i invented for him that i drew out and 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 you could go there through like a gate that you could walk through and it was it was really kind of ridiculous um i love those things though i mean it's just i i I may have mentioned at one point that my character in the in the early games turned into a a rainbow dragon Uh and could turn back from rainbow dragon to to his regular form and yeah (laughs) it's just yeah there's something about playing as a kid i will say that um Although, you know, a lot of the the way they approach the rules and shit are a little off balance, the D&D scenes in um, Stranger Things, 100%. Uh 100%. Yep. Well, that's why I would, I desperately would like to run um, No Thank You Evil. (laughs) What is is that? (laughs) Oh, this is from Evil Hat. Hmm. Oh, um, it's like role playing for kids, family friendly. Hmm. Oh my gosh! And it's like it's one of those things where I would desperately like to run that for like like older elementary to early middle school kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think that would just be the most fun. Man, I wish we had some of those to uh, to play it with. Uh. Yeah. Right now, right now we have high school kids and kindergarten kids. Um, we get um, our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this ju- I can see the headlines now. Trans lobby tries to recruit children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so, anyway, I have a question for Jess. Yeah. So since you've been sitting here listening to us, um, I know. Was did me dragging you into games? Was that the first time you've ever role played? That was yeah. That was the first time I ever did a role playing game. Mm-hmm. So you you didn't really ever have that. I I guess I want to say super imaginative kind of silly phase because I did too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Fireball in third edition was so fun as you mm-hmm. know, like a like a sixth grader. Yeah. I don't know. I just think I probably didn't oh, have to socialize a... with the right people to do that kind of get into the gaming. Mm. Well, that's that's kind of the problem that I had in uh, after we moved in middle school and high school. Um, you know, I was still interested. I was still looking the hobby shop in the local mall and see stuff, which is how I'm familiar with things like um, the original Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and mm-hmm. Car Wars and stuff. But I didn't have friends who did it. And most of most of my friends in high school were girls who were not interested in that kind of thing, but were interested in things like drama, which is one of the reasons I got into that. Uh, Did you have anything like that, Jeff? Yeah, were you like ever into like drama, or did you? No, I was pretty much just did my own thing in high school, so various reasons. For that, so yeah, yep. and between my own things and parental pressure not to get into certain things, and, uh, well, you know, what kind of pressure did you? Like, it, were you like, did you experience like 
the satan was it like the satanic panic kind of pressure or no it wasn't really related to gaming it just was avoiding some of those things where like i put myself out there like performance spaces like drama spaces mm-hmm. you know not necessarily wanting to be a part of those and then that sort of limited my access to a lot of other more nerdy spaces and mm. not really running with that crowd and or really any crowd in high school. For for, li- for listeners who can't see this, my heart is breaking. <laughs> I just I just teach you to well, know you've that. Been, you've been making up for lost time. I have, I have, or she has too. She has, yeah. Yes, I mean, you went to FlameCon, and that I am still... I, I want to go to FlameCon. <laughs> FlameCon was really interesting. Um, I, we're hoping... kind of like, We're not in the phases for planning next year's big trips yet, but Gen Con is on the short list, I believe. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, I think we can do that. Yeah. But we'll see. But... Like, uh, uh... Just FlameCon was just, I knew some people who had gone there before from other things, and like, these people are cool. Sounds like a cool place. Mm-hmm. Went there mm-hmm. once, met a lot of cool people. And then I drug her, you know, Liz there next, the next year. Yeah. I don't know if I should say drug, but. <laughs> no, I, Crystal Frazier was there, so I, I went happily. <laughs> just, I, it's just so weird. It's just so weird to me. I mean, Chris, Crystal's awesome, but you know, I've we've just known. I mean, Fran's known her for ages, and it's just it's always weird when someone you know that's just Crystal is a huge draw for someone else you know. Well, it's like it's well, it's like every time you bring up, it's like, oh, I know this game designer. Like, like next you're gonna tell me you know Eddie Webb. No, I do not know Eddie except through a Kickstarters. Okay. <laughs> I do love Pugmire. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pugmire is actually a game I'm trying to get my mom to let me run for her. Oh, oh cool. Because I... she, ha- she has two pugs. <laughs> I ran exactly one session of the uh, intro game from the book. And then we never wound up being able to get together again for the rest of it. But it was um, our um, our adopted niece, let's just call her that, Arwen's mm. first role-playing game, and she loved it. Because oh. I had props and things, you know, like there was a letter that they found, so I made a letter, and she just thought, she just thought that was the best. Mm-hmm. I, I really wish I could have finished it. So... I guess, I guess, uh, we're, I kind of want to break this down. So we've talked a little bit about your early role-playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, the lesson I can take from early role-playing, which, I, I mean, Cassie, I did pretty much the same thing you did, except I was the third edition box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was like, I, I, I always try to think, I don't, I don't, I always try to let imagination play a big role. Yeah, like, yeah. That's something I never want to let go is remembering that it's not just about being grim, dark, and rolling dice. Mm. Um, there's there's plenty of room for like imagination. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we didn't really use rules, and that's that's the difference is you need to have the imagination. But if 
you're not doing some kind of, you know, freeform dice, totally freeform diceless thing, which is essentially organized let's pretend, uh, which nothing wrong with that in mm-hmm. any way. Um, you need to make room for the rules. Um, and that can be really hard for some people who are getting into it, especially people who are getting into it at a certain age. Um, like we um, had um, a, uh, an, an old, a friend of a friend, well, the, the child of a friend who um, we're no longer in touch with, unfortunately. We invited mm-hmm. the kid as, what was he, 12, 11, mm-hmm. I think, to um, to the, our annual Halloween game. And it was too young for him, and he was way into let's pretend and not way into um, thinking about rules. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's a delicate balance um, in an organized role playing uh, session. Does, am I making any sense at all? No, I, I think you absolutely are. Okay, it's, it's a balance, but I think as an adult, um, definitely kind of playing. Pick up games online, you roll 20, things like that. I found that a lot of people, they kind of lose that sense of imagination. Mm. And, and I don't know, that's just something that I, I'd like to explore more. Mm-hmm. But I always try to keep mm. that in mind is if you can think of something, we can find a way to do it. Yep. Yep. And I'm just going to take it on back to where I always take it. It's about buying at the table from everybody. Um, that was the problem with this kid is that he was so enthusiastic and so not interested in, um, you know, the, the, so not interested in the structure, uh-huh. but, in, but incredibly enthusiastic about the, the let's pretend aspect that, um, the rest of the, the group got very um, unhappy and alienated. But if you can get buy-in f- from the group, from mm-hmm. your DM or your GM, from the people around the table, there is absolutely no limit to the imagination level of imagination you can use. See, unless, unless you're limited directly by the rules, which I think is a different issue. And that's why I'm I'm for 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 younger kids. That's why I mean, I mean, and this is not a we. I am not being sponsored by Evil Hat. I'm just a big fan of. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of this system. As someone, as someone who works with kids, like I'm just, I'm just a big fan of things that kids, I, I think, can sink their teeth into and have fun, but still kind of designed for their attention span. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think basic D and D. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with current basic D&D, but I think basic D&D in general um, was pretty good for that kind of thing, too, because it was very simple. Um, um, as we were as we were talking about last week, the thing about basic is it was mostly about combat rules, and outside of combat, you can do whatever the hell you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, I, I, yeah. That's that's that that that's the 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 pink box or well depends on how old you are which color box it is but for me it was the pink box. We can we can do an entire episode on different D and D boxes. <laughs> um, and so we we've we've talked at length about your kind of college game. So I don't really want to talk too much about those unless you wanted to get into something in particular. Hmm. Um. 
I, well, what's something though? Like, what is like thinking back to some of the stuff we've talked about about your college games? What's something that we can take from that? Like, what's a lesson we can learn? When you live with people twenty four seven, gaming can be really cool. Mm. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Okay, so that's, <laughs> sorry. No, that's, that's actually an interesting point. It is something that I miss totally. It's like we all we always joke and grouse how you know life gets in the way of role playing now. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point because I've been wanting to experiment with one on one role playing. Well, that's something that Frank can talk about. That I I don't mm. have any early experience with that, other than the earliest stuff. Um, yeah, I've done a I've done a, a decent amount of that actually. Um, we have a, a sort of <clears throat> in family diceless uh, system and setting that we've done a lot of uh, playing in, and uh, my wife and I both have run sort of outside the main campaign stuff for each other's characters in that setting. And it can be a tremendous experience. Um, I think Diceless does generally work better there. Um, it's just more fluid and uh, uh, easier to sort of keep track of things. And, and it lets you, it lets you be really responsive to what the other person is uh what the other person is doing, but yeah, it can be tremendously fun and, uh, it can be a great way to expand characters or to, um, to delve deeper into stuff that would not otherwise, again, you know, that, that would need a lot of buy-in from the rest of the people at the table. They'd have to be happy just sitting there watching a movie. Whereas, uh, when it's just you and the DM, yeah, sure. It is really all about you and storytelling for you. The one thing that I would caution you, though, is um, if um, uh, let me let me figure this out. How I'm going to say this: uh, if uh, if if say um, Liz, you're DMing uh, the group, and then when the group's not around, you give Jess's character some role playing time and work some stuff out with mm-hmm. with with her, and then go back to the group and that stuff is all there and assumed by you and Jess that might not be tremendously popular. And I know Sarah and uh, Sarah's done that with you, Fran, and it has been a little um, difficult for the rest of us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, And that's happened in other places. Part of the problem is that Sarah and I are both DMs and we both love um, telling stories together. So as a result, we kind of, um, we kind of end up conspiring together, I guess is, is it's not exactly the right word, but it's fairly close. Um, there, there have been a number of times when it's worked out well, where Sarah and I will sort of come up with something that we're going to unleash on the players together. And she'll be like, so you're going to set it up and then I'm going to run it loose. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. And I'm pretty good at playing my character into the places that she needs me to play into. Um, but yes, it's, it can it's be Im- hard on the rest of us when that happens though, because it feels to a certain extent, like some of our agencies taken away. Um, occasionally. If we're, I, I, I'm just saying in mm-hmm. general, in yeah. general. And, well, but I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult because you live with the 
you live with the dungeon master. Mm. Yeah. You live with the game master. And she, she is someone who loves to talk about her game if she can. Because um, mm-hmm. she needs to, I don't want to use the word vent, but she mm-hmm. needs to, she needs to babble about it to somebody. Yep. So that's something that I kind of struggle with. I don't think I blab too much about our game. I, I generally, I try to find other stuff to talk about. Um, but really, if I talk about one-on-one stuff, I actually backed a bundle of holding. Um, <laughs> a couple like two years ago that has a bunch of one-on-one games that I've just been dying to try. Like uh, it's got the romance trilogy from Emily, uh, Emily care boss. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yeah. We, we know Emily too. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just uh, that stud may or may not have been me bonking my head on the table. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, we basically, um, the the Pioneer Valley, um, the Amherst Northampton Greenfield area, uh, became a hot, in in the nineties began and early aughts became a hotbed of indie gaming, and we were there. The right be- what is there something in the water? I don't know, but we <laughs> were there right before it happened. So knowing a lot of the people who won't, and not just gaming. I mean, um, uh, Barry Deutsch, the cartoonist. Um, like we knew Barry, you know, he's, who's now most famous probably for his editorial cartoons. Yeah. You know, it's, it, 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 it was just the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, also, so, you know, um, Emily as uh, friends with Megan Vincent. Sure. Of course yeah. that, <laughs> that, yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but like, so what, what I've actually gotten this bundle. Uh, we'll just see if you know any of these folks. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I've got, like I said, the Romance Trilogy. Uh, a Single Moment from Toby Abad. Abad? So this is a really interesting game about uh, samurai. Mm. Uh, you have two samurai who have um, known each other. Other lives, or not, maybe not other lives, but they play out a series of scenes and events until it comes to that final moment, that final showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a sucker for samurai, so I've been wanting to play that. Sounds kind of cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stories from the Grave from Cynthia Celeste Miller and Barack Blackburn? Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Mars Colony. From Tim Copan? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, Scarlet Heroes from Kevin Crawford? Nope. No, I don't think so. We don't know that many people. It's just we happen to know... uh, uh, We happen to have known these people, you know, back in the day. Okay, I guess the last big name on this list would be Fred Hicks. You don't know Fred Hicks, do you? No, I... I know of Fred. Okay. Hicks. <laughs> well, I, so, I I prepared for anything. So 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 Jess, um, you've been listening to us babble all this time. Do you have any comments? Do you have any questions? I mean, what do you think of these the idea of these games? I don't have anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
it's okay. It's, yeah. I just wanted to try and get you involved in the conversation <laughs> if you wanted to be. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I guess ultimately, like, I've lost my train of thought. Okay, no, Cassie, we started with, yeah, we started with college. So you say living, playing game, living with people and playing games is rad. Oh, it totally mm-hmm. is. I mean, um, there was um, a, a D&D session that we literally went 24 hours with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had pizza, we had, we had pizza brought in. And we couldn't believe it. And by the end, it was just so epic. Admittedly, we were all like between 18 and 20, so we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't and do not, that. Not full over dead. Yeah. Um, and it was incredible. And um, we've had experiences that have been that good since, but none that have been that. I don't know what I want to say. Um, you know, what would you say, Fran? Um intense really is the yeah. i mean i i mean if, when when we hit the climax mm-hmm. we were cheering and yelling and having people tell us to shut the hell up <laughs> where where were you like who was we, we were in a a uh dorm lounge now um every floor on um of of the dorms had had a had a lounge Kind of, okay. It's kind of hard to explain, uh, but no, no, we were I'm, in a dorm I'm familiar lounge. with the concept. Yes, we're, we were in a dorm lounge, so there were people sleeping around us <laughs> in rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, I can't remember which one we were in. We were, wait, 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 were we in a dorm lounge or were we in Chris's room? I actually don't remember where. Um, I no, I think it was in a lounge. I'm pretty okay. sure it was in a lounge. Yeah, because I know it wasn't the oven room. So I think I, I think I have I think I have one final question for you all. <laughs> yeah. So knowing what we've talked about and kind of thinking back on your past games. So my two questions are if you could go back and introduce yourself, your maybe not earliest self, but like beginning of college self. Introduce yourself to one game. With one concept, what would it be? Oh wow! Oh my! I can't think of a game that really fits the bill of what I will want to mm. say to my early college self. Well, uh, well okay, that's fair. That that's very fair. <laughs> uh, it would be. Uh, I, well, I know what I would say to my earliest college self, and it has little to nothing to do with. Well, no, it does have to do with role playing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wake the hell up. It's possible. You are uh-huh. who you think you are. No, really. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I, so I if, think if, if, Well, I'd also say you're making lifelong friends um, enjoy yourself, I would mm-hmm. also say, as far as role-playing goes. I think for me, I would probably tell my past self it's okay to play want to play a girl character yeah oh yeah you're gonna, oh, you're yeah. gonna find out why real soon mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish it had been real soon um <laughs> yeah 
but yeah, I mean, for reals, yeah, that is definitely something, something to set to tell yourself because I, I think I was scared to do it. I think you could be right. It's hard to remember, but, but yeah, I mean, if there was a transformation game, like a role playing game that involved transformation or something like that, I would totally. It's like, or I would explain to my myself why the ring of uh, sex change story. Um, that I mentioned a few weeks ago, why that didn't bother me as much as it bothered everybody else. Uh-huh. So, Fran, what would you, what game would you recommend to your, would you give to your past self? And what would you tell them? You know, part of it's, I, I think the difficulty for me is that um, really college was, when I found all of the games that I love now, just about, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that was when I found cyberpunk 2020 and fell head over heels in love with the system. I, you know, I played a little bit in high school, but I really just ran away with it in college. It was when I started to play dungeons and dragons with the intent of, creating characters who were people who I was interested in instead of just kind of, you know, Altreg has all the swords and also his castle, which you can get to with a gate. Um, it was where I, I, I guess the, I guess the only thing I'd really do would be put my arm around me and just say, listen, now that you're here, it's going to be okay. Mm. the 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 folks that you're connecting up with these are your peeps this is uh this this is the learning that you need to do to set you on the road because i i literally can't anymore conceive my my life has been so weird really just just completely weird that i don't think i i dare tamper with it very much Mm -hmm. you know like if if I'd met my wife sooner. Would I have been too much of a mess to have actually uh, connected with her? If I had um, tried to rush into some of these friendships, would I have been too much of a jackass and screwed it up and missed out on, well, the group of people who literally helped me be who I am today? Um, So, Um, Yeah, I mean... Well, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to insult your friend, but uh-huh. uh, having been one of the first people that you did meet uh-huh. in the group, yeah, it was rough at the beginning. Oh, I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If I had pushed in further, yeah. Um, I mean, I was. Uh, I was. Honest, uh, honest to God, it was that all night game. Uh-huh. I think it might have been that yep. all night game that really did it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about it, and there is one game that uh, if we had given our friends, uh, our gaming group back then, mm. it didn't exist at the time, um, we would have gone absolutely nuts with, and that's Feng Shui. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely nuts with it. Um, that would have been great. <laughs> so, I guess because it is getting a little late... Well, I want to go ahead and uh, wrap up and move on to Chuck. What about you, Liz? Oh, okay. Well, I think if I had told myself it's okay, like, 
I was always super into like grim dark stuff. Like I love. Uh, come on, I have an elder sign tattoo. <laughs> so that might tell you a little bit about kind of what I played, but I think I would tell myself, hey. You know that copy of Big Eyes, Small Mouth, you're always eyeing because you really want to run a Sailor Moon game? (laughs) Aww. There's a reason. Well, beyond Sailor Moon being cool. Oh, yeah, Sailor Moon is amazing. Yeah. Oh, Sailor, the new new series, Sailor Moon Crystal? So good. Uh, Also, listeners, I apologize for any extra noise. Uh, the part of noises this week will be played by Maya, my dog. I've been, I've been hearing that and been been resisting, going, "Oh, it's Maya." <laughs> she is. She was peacefully snoring. She has gotten up and now is getting water and scritches from Jess. I just love that flappity flap ear sound when they shake. That's oh, that's one of my is, favorites. She has got the houndiest of ears. <laughs> But, uh, so I guess final thoughts, um, at least my final thoughts, I think we can take, uh, this is going to sound weird considering I love history, I have a degree in it, but I think we can dwell too long in the past. Yes. Uh, So I could always think about the fact that, oh, I never really got to play much or didn't know I was a girl until much too late. Uh, but you know what? I wouldn't have my two best friends, uh, for the viewers at home. That's, uh, Fran and Cassie. Oh my God. I wouldn't have my two best friends. Might not have, might not have Jess. Uh, I'm very happy with how things have turned out and I'm happy with learning as we go role playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think ultimately, ultimately, roleplaying kind of teaches us about ourselves, or it can. Absolutely, very much so. Um, so I don't know. I'm not really sure where my point's going, but I think I think uh, I think everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Let's kind of move on to shout out. And I apologize for rushing. Um, I have the heater turned off, and I would like very much to turn it back <laughs> on. Uh, so, uh, Cassie, what's something cool that you are digging this week? Okay, well, I've got two, and I'll try to be real quick. One of them is, I think, something that probably all of us will be digging. Ooh, can I guess? Either have. Yes, you can. Is it Shira? It could be. Yes, it's She-Ra Season <laughs> 4, which I just, I was going to finish it last night, and then my dog insisted I come upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets whiny at my wife if we're not all in bed together. Um, and I so I finished it this morning, and oh my god. Don't tell me anything. We, I, are, on, we are on episode 2. I, I'm not, all I'm going to say is... It's the culmination of the first three seasons in so many ways. Wow. And it just, it, it, yeah, it's extremely emotional 
and it's it's just incredible what they do with what the characters go through and um you should have kleenex involved i can't i can't remember what the number what what episode number it was but there was an episode that just had me balling oh no yeah I will say they are hurting my precious disaster lesbian Scorpia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, I think, I think, I think you'll be. I think you'll like what, where Scorpia goes. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, I, I'm also worried about my 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 lovely skip, my lovely ship Glidora, but that's me. Because <laughs> you know, you can you can have your you can have. Have your your your, your Katora if you want, but I'm Glidora all the way. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that last week, um, a new Legion of Superheroes number one with a new Legion of Superheroes came out, and while I I, I gave a middling review to the to the uh, to the first issue on Twitter, I will say it's 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 good. It feels very much like the Legion. I just felt like it wasn't a great first issue if you know what i mean um, i did re- i did read your review and i was really I, wa- I was hoping you'd bring it up um because i i was really disappointed <laughs> for you I, I i saw you didn't like it and i know you were so excited for it so I, i'm glad I, you no and it's not that i didn't like it it's that i felt i as a fan i am worried about um because <clears throat> I'm worried about new people embracing the Legion because it has a very, the Legion has a reputation of being impenetrable because the original continuity went from, what was it? 1956, 1957, all the way through 1994. And it was essentially one continuity. And so it it got this, um, this undeserved reputation for being impenetrable. And, Every single time the Legion has come back, it's 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 had that reputation. And I'm just not sure how new reader friendly. This is a completely different Legion. Um, and I feel like Brian Bendis didn't work very hard to make it new reader friendly as a first issue. I think that and he and it, he lampshades it the whole time because Superboy is skipped. Uh, the, the Superboy John Kent, um, Superman and Lois Lane's son, um, has skipped the orientation, and they keep joking about how if you just went to Saturn Girls orientation, you'd know all about this stuff, <laughs> and it's like lampshading it. But I'm like, I need the orientation, since some of this char- some of the character um, designs have changed completely. I would like the orientation, please. Um, and I just found the first few pages because he's he's. Starts with they start with a um, uh, an action scene to be slightly less slightly harder to follow than they should have been. That being said, I'm thrilled the Legion is back, and I think that Bendis has a good handle on the on characters. Oh, I think you might be able to hear my dog in the background. I wonder what's going on. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm not disappointed. I'm just worried that it's not going to be some enough to grab new readers well well i think i think next week we might have to talk about uh superhero role-playing i actually have done almost none so um that that could be interesting i think that's what we will talk about next week but beyond fran what are you digging this week (laughs) um 
trying to think what. It's been it's been a slow week. It's been a quiet week here in Lake Washington. What, what's something that's made you? Do you see anything that's made you laugh this week? Um, various things, but most of those were gifs. So, could you in fact recommend Citadel's uh, box of skulls? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> it. If if you're going to buy a box of skulls, the Citadel one is absolutely the one to get. Um, it comes with a variety of different, <laughs> a variety of different uh, races of creatures, um, a few different sizes, and they even have separate um, craniums and mandibles for human-sized characters, which is kind of crazy. Trying to paint the little jawbones is a giant monster pain in the butt, but uh, it's uh entertaining at least um so uh yeah i mean it if you're gonna be if you're gonna be the kind of nut job that i am then um yeah this is a this is a pretty good uh this is a pretty good investment so lastly our special guest jess mm-hmm. What are you digging this week? What is uh what 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 have you seen that you've liked? New Shira. You like New Shira? Mm. Yeah. That's been good this week. It has. Um also the river Shenandoah River. Yeah, shout out to the mm. Shenandoah River. Being beautiful in the sunset. It is really pretty sunset. Especially when you're kissing your girlfriend. Oh no! Oh, we've been we've been exposed as lesbians. Oh no! <gasps> dun dun. Uh, viewers who are shocked. Um, Where I'm have you ask, been? I'm just gonna ask, how did you get this far? <laughs> uh, but that being said, uh, I think what I'm into this week, uh that's a good question. I think I'm going to shout out to um, the cyberpunk. Uh, I know, take a drink. Uh, the <laughs> cyberpunk um, red jumpstart. Mm. I am so excited about it. Um, I've been reading it. It's kind of been my before bed reading the past couple nights. Oh, nice. And uh, I finished. I finished like the rules and player book. Now I'm reading through the GM section. Um. And there's there's some really cool in world fiction, uh, and there's a just oh. some really cool stuff in there, and I, I'm I am excited for us to give it a try. I am too, Fran. When are you going to the RT offices? Uh, as, as soon as the chaos in my life stops, you know, taking random swings at me and saying, so "Hey, for- remember that stuff you thought you were going to do today?" <laughs> so four or five years from now? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, that being said, where can folks find us? Okay, I'll go first. I am at Tip Transformed on Twitter. And uh, you can find me at Ronalyn Valor on Twitter. And uh, you can find my book, which you should st- 
still buy on uh, pretty much any platform where fine ebooks are sold, and you can get a print version from Drive Through Fiction. It's called Vigilant Through Shadows and Dreams, Book One, and I swear to God, there will be a sequel. And, and you can find Fran and Sarah at uh, Geek Girl. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Again. Mm hmm. Yep, come stop by and see us in the uh, in the uh, games area at Geek Girl Con. And uh, if you bring a copy of the book, I will sign it. And if you're really nice, I will give you a haiku. You can find me at little underscore Lizzie 22. And Jess, do you want people to know where they can find you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Jess underscore 571. For all your random shit posting needs. Actually, so I'm going to say if you like technology stuff, follow her. She's got some good retweets. Yeah, it's true. And you can find the podcast on Twitter, uh, Tabletop Transmissions, and listen to how I spelled our name because, as always, folks, I spelled it wrong when I signed up for the Twitter account. <laughs> we are at T R A N S M I S. T-I-O-N-S. And you can find us on Facebook at Tabletop Transmissions, because I wrote the whole thing out when I created the Facebook. Um, and we are on iTunes and Podbean. And if you listen on iTunes, um, you can um, please give us uh, a little star review to help us with the algorithm. Um, and on uh, Podbean, you can follow us somehow. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but... Uh, but it does work or and or just download the show for later for later listening. I've noticed that we've been getting a lot of downloads. We have. Uh, I think what people are doing is they're downloading them to can them for when there are leaner months. Uh, it's possible. Some and of our, you just, and if you. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say one or two of our episodes have like 30 downloads and I'm not sure where. I mean, yeah. wow. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> send us so, comments send us questions this is uh episode what is this 24 yes so next next week we'd really love to answer at least one listener question um we could spend an entire episode on a listener question if it's if, if it's big enough or talking about listener comments we would love to do our 25th episode i can't believe it's our 25th episode <laughs> focusing on you folks all of our listeners, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, and remember, folks, if you Google the words Reese's Baked Bean Cup, oh, <laughs> we have nothing to do with that, but I think you should if you would like to a laugh or maybe we could discuss it. I don't know. But no. give me your opinions about that, too. Don't, don't, don't do it, everybody. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you have a yes and a no. <laughs> Uh, so either way, folks, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'd like to thank uh our special guest, my girlfriend Jess, for joining us. Yay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we will see y'all real soon. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye, bye. Jess is waving. Bye, everyone. <laughs>